nation building and the role of Christians. And so, to everybody that are joining us right now on YouTube, and to everybody join us on the Facebook, thank you for joining us and welcome. Uh, you can make comments, you can send in your questions if you have any questions, and we will get them addressed. So, thank you, Mr. Redeye and Dr. Oni for joining uh, this program. Thank you so much. It's really a privilege to have you. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. You're welcome, sir. So, let's talk about Jesus. It's starting right now to all our viewers, both on Facebook and on YouTube. Welcome and thank you for joining us as we discuss issues and challenges of life along with solutions from the Word of God. So, in opening today, of course, we are looking at nation and we are also looking at the role of Christians. I'm sure this is not a topic. It's actually a case study of its own in each part of this topic. Uh, we're going to do everything that we can do today on it and uh, we'll continue some other day because it's very, very rich and important things to discuss. And of course, charity begins at home. Uh, so when we are talking about the nation, we have to talk about the people that made up a nation and as christians so if you are people of faith wherever you are watching us from uh know that we are addressing this from christian's perspective which is our faith and so the bible commands us to obey constitutional authority because they no government exists without god knowing about them and of course as christians we have roles to play but where does our role get limited in this world? So we know that we are in the world, but we do not belong to the world. And for as long as we are here, we have to do everything to make it better. So today, uh, I need you to give the opening a statement on this because uh, it's not really a question per se when we talk about nation building and the role of christians so i'm as i'm saying that uh, every christian should know what they're supposed to do in time of building nation is that a true statement or it's just uh, an abstract <laughs> uh it's it's both it's both it's true in the sense that Christians live in a community, in a country, or in a nation. Uh, of course, the truth, the glory, the truth stems from the abstract, and the abstract is this: we are all creation of God. God created. I'm. Yeah, go ahead, Mister Reddy. Okay that uh, we are all creation of God, regardless of our different religious beliefs. We all believe God created us. And in the process, God instituted some order 
in terms of governing uh, human relations. But for, for Christians in particular, we have to look at, that's where I said the abstract comes in to the truth of the matter, that uh, we take the source from the Bible and we do know how nations were formed and then we can even uh, reduce it to the, the formation of the nation, the Jewish nation, as an example, such that even when they demanded for a king, uh, God told them through Prophet Samuel that they should see what other the experiences of other people are, and that is what will become their fate. But they decided to go along with it, and then they started having their kings and all the all the rest of it. But beyond that, we also recognize that the formation of nations and of countries, if we look at Romans 2, 12 to 14, because nations, when we define nations, we define it by the terms of their language, their culture, uh, their social practices, their psychological makeup, or their customs. Then when we look at Romans 2, uh, 12 to 14, it says that those who are in the law are to be judged by the law, but those who live without the law, when there was no law, that is the biblical, uh, the law, when there was no law, they will be judged by their conscience. So what means what that means is that nations are, are also products of a conscience before the law. And after the law, Christians became uh the 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 law and then they have to exhibit the law and the christians in the matthew 5 says that we are the light of the world uh you know we are the light of the world anyone that has a light cannot hide the light so and speaking then again, on speaking, speaking on the light right there mr daddy yes. i want mrs uh dr need to come in uh, and the statement that i made earlier is that uh, saying that every Christian should know their role uh, to play in nation. Dr. Nian, this is for you. Uh, is that an abstract or is just supposed to be a true statement that, hey, I'm a child of God. I know that I'm supposed to obey constituted authority and then I follow suit and I start to obey the constituted authority knowing that we are discussing nation building and the roles of Christians. Well, I believe that as Christians, we have to obey the, um, the, the, the law and order of the nation that we are in. Because, like you said earlier, there is no authority that is in position that God does not know about. But, what, but as much as we want to obey the law and the order, if it is against our uh, our faith if it is if it's going to make us to be turned against our god of course there's a limit to that obedience for example part of the obedience is that we need to part of uh, obeying the constitution of the nation is pay your um, tax obey the speed limits don't do this we are but anything that is now going to turn us against obeying the faith that we believe the 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 faith of our lord jesus christ i mean we we are not going to do that 
Okay, so Mr. Redeyi, uh, like she just said, so at what point can a Christian faithfully at one point at what point can a Christian faithfully disobey constituted authority? <laughs> okay, because yeah. okay. I, I, I'm I'm sure there will be at one point that that yes. will happen. So it's yes. not really hundred percent that we obey the constituted authority. Uh, yeah. For for example, the the man that refused to bake cake for for the gay community or lesbian community, I don't remember which one in particular, but it was because of his faith. And then when you look at that, he's being disobedient, and then the clerk that was fired for not issuing marriage certificate. So I'm sure for every individual at what point something like that is likely or may happen. So at one point, generally can Christian disobey constituted okay. authority? Yes, I will look at it from two perspectives. Again, the abstract and the truth. The abstract is laws do not make themselves. Constituted authority does not just jump down from the sky. Human beings make these laws. So in the process of making the laws, the influence of the lights that we have must have been embedded in those laws. Now, if we are not part of the making of the laws, we are not bound by it. If we are part, and that is where the truth comes in, if we are part of making the law, like, in, like the examples that you gave, that we know how the Constitution of the United States and the various laws came about and how they had been manipulated over a period of time. So it is not just a question of obedience or disobedience. It's a question of whether the law itself satisfies uh, human human freedom. It's uh, the Bible says in the presence of the Lord there is liberty. So it is a question of human freedom we are talking about now. So if there are people that have a particular faith that are saying, "This is my faith, and I live in this environment." uh the law must recognize that faith now if the law doesn't recognize that faith the the believer has a right to seek redress now in the process there may be a contradiction between different faiths that's why i went back to the question of the abstract and the formation the formation of laws and the role that christians will play because uh we live we know that we live in, in a diverse environment, not just in terms of our cultural dispositions, but humanity itself is so diverse. That's why you will find uh, in the Bible, when the Himayah was talking about his people, he appealed to the king, and then the king issued orders for them and all that. This is what you should do to recognize their existence. So in this particular case, the 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 exhibition of our faith if the law denies it we are not bound to respect it now you can then say okay how do we go about fighting it or changing it and all that and all that but you see the thing is to to disobey a law is not just a question of refusing or refusal if that are not going to obey it it's a question of addressing it 
what what is it that is wrong in it that needs to be addressed and that so, was what happened so, with that woman the clerk yes go ahead so speaking of addressing it so because when we're talking about uh <coughs> nation building uh we have to be able to see the good the bad and the ugly in order to start to address the bad and the ugly from the perspective of the good so to you dr oni um at what point should a christian get involved when things are not functioning when the system is not functioning the way it's meant to be functioned at what point should a christian get involved okay thank you i believe a christian and not just a christian the body of christ in general should be part of the nation where they belong right from the beginning in terms of praying for the community like we were told at the service today that the nation of i mean i think south korea mm -hmm. how they have been speaking walking around speaking into the environment speaking in tongues proclaiming christ taking charge of the atmosphere that is what god called christians and the body of christ into to pray for the nation so that the nation can do the will of god even starting from their constitution the the church is supposed to to, to, to pray the nation to what the nation should be. And the big role that the church has is also modeling Christ. So, so I'm sorry for cut you off, but in modeling Christ, in modern, uh -huh. how should we demonstrate to the people of the world? So the first part you talk about with this uh, citing South Korea example, which is very great. But how can we demonstrate that? Because now that's basically talking about action. So we pray and then we need to act. So how can we as Christians demonstrate that part? Because we cannot just continue to pray and say it's going to get good. So I know that I keep swapping my credit card, for example, and I'm praying, Lord, help me to get out of debt. But every time I go to the store, I go and swap the card. Of course, God is helping me by providing all that I need. Right? That is my belief, and I'm sure that is what God is doing. But I keep digging the O of David, and I continue <clears> to pray. <throat> so what should be our action as Christians in order to get this address? Our action as Christians in order to get this address is living right. Living right. Just like you said, you want to get out of debt, but you keep swapping that, that card. We have to live right. We have to model Christ. And if there's anything that any any law that does not go in line with, with 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 Christ, we should be able to say the truth. For example, there are some there are some Christians that you ask them what is your stand about this situation. They will neither they will say they will neither say right nor wrong. They will be in between. So a Christian must be ready to call his paid is paid. More, and truthfulness must be seen in, in, in a child of God. And when you do that, you'll be able to, to, to correct 
things. Not that you want to correct what you are also doing wrongly. I don't know if that. So, so yeah, that that makes sense. I'm, I'm sure we are getting, we are addressing this issue the way it should. So speaking of that, Mr. Reddy, you saw Dr. Onin spoke about taking the spiritual charge of the atmosphere, which is very good, which is the, uh, the, the, that should be the first thing to do. And then the action part of it, she just talked about that too, but I'm sure the list is not limited to that. So to you, uh, Mr. Redei, how can a Christian be actively participated in all this movement in order to bring <clears throat> the change needed? Because we recognize that the, the, there is a problem and it needs to be fixed. And until it is fixed, the problem will not be solved. So, but yes. we need to take action. So on yes. your view, what do you think? Okay. Um, I will start by making a small detour on this uh, credit card thing. You see, I think uh, people make a mistake. When you have a credit card and you swipe it, you have to pay the balance back. If you don't pay the balance, uh, your credit limit will start reducing until you get, have no credit at all. So the, that, that false notion, if we look at it, when mostly it's a rife, it's a popular saying in Christendom that, uh, you know, because if, when, once you, if you are going to spend $10 on an item and you swipe your card and you pay that $10 back, you have not done anything wrong. But if you don't pay it back, your $100 limit will come to zero and then you don't yes. have any money to spend. So, so that credit, analogy, that analogy uh -huh. is, I want to use is, was used. That analogy I use, I use it simply to say that when one keeps digging hole, but knows that something is wrong, and yes. he continues to pray about it, but not yes. doing something about it, he's never yes. going to get out of it. That's where because, that's where I'm going. That's where okay. I'm going. That okay. that the from the way you approach issues, not you. The way we approach issues depends on how we define it so if we have a if we have a good definition of it okay like spiritual and action and praying you see by definition the bible says uh, we are we are children of light so ordinarily there's no separation between the spiritual and the physical if you say you are a child of god you are automatically i assume you are automatically a child of light. And that light you should project onto anything that comes into play. And the Bible also says that the uh, creation is eagerly waiting for the earnest manifestation of the sons of God. So if we are the light, we embody the light, and uh, we are not manifest, it's not reflecting in what we do, then we are not manifesting the son of whom we are. So if we have a problem on ground, like I said earlier, uh, we are not we are not separate from the society. We are part of the society. Now, if you live in a community, for example, let's take any issue in any community, and then they say, okay, come and vote on a particular issue, right? And then you say, okay yeah okay let's pray about it let's see how god will ask me to vote on this particular issue then you pray about it and god says vote in this particular manner 
then you i mean you have to vote in that particular manner but if you don't put that particular issue before god and all you care about is uh what they call spiritual matters you want to take care of the spiritual environment uh god can answer any prayer we know that but you are not addressing the particular issue so to for the child of god the question is what are the particular issues you mentioned movements the other time there was a black lives matter movement then all blue matters movement then all matters all lives matter this and all that everybody started doing their own thing but the core of the issue is what we are dealing with now in this country which is now a question of the soul what is the soul of america itself and that has affected the politics the political direction and even the evangelical movement in the country so the question is what light are we bringing in to it we have to be specific because light light is also specific light in uh, if you divide light uh, scientists will say that if you divide light you divide it in there are seven major types that combine to form light so you you have to be specific what do we want do we just want peace or we want uh, a situation where evil will no longer reign and what are the manifestations of those evil now they are saying in some states they want to restrict certain people from voting most of the people that are being restricted from voting are black people like you and me uh recently we see what happened in atlanta with the killing the mother of those asian people so there is there is a there is racism or what they call institutional racism so are we going to pray against racism well, we can pray for we can we can pray against racism uh, in yeah. in the sense that when we are praying, we are praying about the hearts of mm -hmm. the people. We know that somebody have to take action to commit crime that is racist in nature, and mm -hmm. so we can address that by praying for them. But we also do need to bring the awareness for them uh, in order for them to get it, because some people are not getting it simply because they refuse to learn. But speaking yeah. of, of that, uh, Dr. Ney, speaking on that, uh, Mr. Rede, you mentioned uh, the manifestation of the sons of God. So my question is, when would the son of God be manifested when we are not taking action? And now I'm talking about Christianity in general. I'm not talking about any particular church or any particular denomination. I'm talking mm -hmm. about the body of Christ. When we are not taking action, when would the son of God manifest it? Well, as as children of God, we need to take action. The God, the Lord, has not called the church to be passive. And what is the kind of action we have to take? It will start from the pulpit, speaking the truth, speaking the truth of the word of God, not not doing in between two opinion. The truth is the truth. Now, if we mention racism, racism is not of God. God loves everybody. Be you black, be you white, whatever race. God loves everybody. Jesus died for the whole world. And it is his will that all men be saved. Our God is not 
partial. So, but even even in the church, when 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 whites and, and blacks cannot even coexist in worship, when if there is discrimination, it is not Christianly. That is not what Christ has called us into. So this the body of Christ has to project. And whatever we are projecting, we also have to back it up with prayer. Because for with God, nothing is impossible. But like um, we had in the church, that we Christians, we have to take our Christianity seriously. Like we are told that both Christians and the unbelievers, they are shopping in the same, in the same world. There should be a, a distinction from the body of Christ. And the people, the, because God has sent the body of Christ to the world, there must be a distinction between the body of Christ and the world if we really, really want to project what Christ has sent us. And it also starts from prayer and also along with action.